Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman. I am so excited to be here with you. We have so many new listeners, and if this is your first time, I want to welcome you to the show. I'm so excited that you're here, taking time for yourself, learning how to become more confident in yourself. So, What I wanted to do was, since we have so many new listeners, I wanted to take a second and just tell you a quick little bit about my why. So Captivatingly Confident was born out of a passion that I have for helping women stop hiding. Because a lot of women hide their bodies, their talents, their abilities, their awesomeness, their true self out of fear, shame, a feeling of unworthiness, past experiences that have taught them that in order to get the most out of life, you make other people pleased and comfortable while making yourself smaller, smaller physically, mentally, emotionally, by not needing anything, not putting yourself out there, by just getting by. And I saw this modeled for me for 18 years of my life by my own mom. I love her so much. She is an amazing woman. Chris Ellerbrook is my mom. And she did this. She hid her body, which she was really ashamed of and had a lot of self-esteem issues. She was always dieting and always stressed out. She didn't exercise. She worked multiple jobs and just always serving, always giving, always doing, and never just being. And that was something that eventually wore her out. And she was diagnosed in 2002 with stage four uterine and ovarian cancer. So the next year and a half were spent doing chemo, radiation, two surgeries, and it took her life in July of 2004. And I was 19 and my mom was 44. We're both way too young for that. And seeing her go through that experience really opened my eyes to how I was modeling those behaviors, how I was making myself smaller, how I was trying to serve and serve and serve without being poured into by others and by myself, that I was rejecting compliments, that I was working so hard and eating poorly and not taking care of my body. And after she passed, I decided that I was not going to do that and that I was going to change the story. And it breaks my heart because I wish that she was here today because I've learned so much in the last 15 years about what it looks like to overcome so many of these obstacles. So many pieces of this 
puzzle and the reason that we hide and the reason that we shame ourselves and we don't take compliments and we don't put ourselves first. And we struggle with our bodies and we struggle to show up and be ourselves bravely. I have learned so much. And so after she passed, I decided to become a personal trainer. And I loved exercise and I loved helping people find their their strength and confidence through movement. And I saw that that wasn't enough. So then I added on nutrition coaching and helped people with their relationship with food because I had learned so much about what it means to redefine health for yourself and to find foods that work for you and your body, foods that promote energy and confidence and a good relationship with food and that put aside guilt and binging and labels like good or bad, healthy or unhealthy. And I did that, and I decided that that wasn't enough, (laughs) that we needed to involve clothes because as women, clothes are important to us. They're important to our confidence. And so I became a personal stylist. I did LuLaRoe clothing for two years, and now I do personal styling. And I've combined all of that, so the, the personal training, nutrition coaching, and personal style into this kind of rounded confidence package that I offer to my clients and that I bring each week to the Captivatingly Confident podcast. And this is what I get to spend my days doing. I get to help women like my mom stop hiding and be seen and live life how they want to rather than how they think they should. And it is an incredible gift, and I'm so thankful for the opportunity to do it. It is amazing to watch women transform and change before your very eyes and to know that you were a part of that. And I feel like that is carrying on my mom's legacy in a way that is positive and beneficial. I get to rewrite her story with each client that I get to help. So if you're interested in that, I offer four different services over on my website, CaptivatinglyConfident.com, or you can email me, Kim, at CaptivatinglyConfident.com. I I offer closet cleanouts where we can do it online or at home. I come to your house, or again, online, and we clean out your whole closet. And I help you process the emotional side of letting go of the what-if clothing that energetically keeps you stuck and brings you down. And we build up a closet instead that promotes organization, efficiency, and confidence. So it saves you time, money, and stress, which is so much fun. They have been amazing. There's some great feedback that I've been getting, so it's been really fun. I also offer in-home personal training where you can come here or I come to you or we do it online. I also do nutrition coaching, again, in person or online. And I do personal styling sessions where I take you to your favorite store and we play dress up. I help you find new styles and prints and patterns to make you feel confident in the body that you have now. A lot of women make the mistake of waiting until they get to extreme body, right? I just need to lose X number of pounds. I just need to get back to my pre-baby weight. Then I'll do it. But I say, girl, you're worth it now. The body that you have right now is beautiful. It's great. Why did you have to wait? Why can't you dress in a way that makes you feel confident right now? So that is what I do. That is who I am. And I'm just so thankful. So thank you for letting me share that with you. Now we're going to talk about reactive 
and impulsive eating and how to move from that place to a place of responsive and intuitive eating. So let's break it down. Break it down. Just a little wrap thing. Not sure what happened right there. Okay, so (laughs) reactive. Reactive and impulsive eating. When we react to a situation, it's usually quick, right? We react instead of respond. It's something that's very fast. Same with impulsive. Impulsivity is very quick, right? Even the word impulsive. It's like, whoo, there's there's a speeding up to this. There's no pause. There's no breath. It's just quick. I have to react. I have to respond. And this is how it is, especially with like cravings. Can I get an amen? When you get a craving, it's not like, oh, let me patiently wait and sit this out. I'll take a couple deep breaths. I'll do some exercises. And no, it's like, I want this and I want this now. Like stat, pronto, like drop everything I'm doing. Let me see if I can find this. Let me rummage through my kitchen trying to find this thing that I need. And it's that reactive impulsiveness that gets us into trouble. And this is not just about food. This is about everything. Reacting to your kids, reacting to friends, reacting to emails. If you have a business, reacting to clients. Instead of taking a breath and taking a moment and responding. But the reactive impulsive, it comes from a place of wanting to to avoid uncomfortable feelings. Because if you can do it quick then you don't have to experience the uncomfortable feelings of waiting. Waiting lets things come up to the surface. Yeah, you following what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when we move from reactive and impulsive to responsive and intuitive, it is a game changer. Game changer. Big one. Because when we're responsive, we are taking into account what's happening for us. Raising that level of awareness of our own needs, our own feelings, our own experience. And when we're reactive, we shortcut that. And that keeps us stuck because we don't know what's going on. The foundation of change is awareness. If you are unaware, how can you hope to change anything? You can't because you don't know what's going on. But this is a step that's missed all the time. It's like, well, I just need to, I just need to get healthy. But you're not fully aware of all of the things that are keeping you from that goal. And my job and this podcast job is to help you raise awareness of what's happening for you. So for going back to that craving example, it's like you get that craving for chocolate, let's say. That's pretty universal. And it's like nothing will satisfy you until you have the chocolate. And instead of reacting or being impulsive about it, what if you stopped and you took a breath? When you ask yourself, why do I need chocolate so badly right now? What is happening for me? What what am I needing to respond to? There is a need, which means something is going on for me. What is it? And as you practice that, you practice intuitive eating, intuitive thinking, intuitive being, because you're getting in touch with yourself and with your own needs. And perhaps there's an uncomfortable feeling that comes up when you stop and ask yourself, why do I need chocolate? Is it because I'm bored? 
I'm lonely. I'm scared. I'm frustrated, sad, mad, happy, glad. What am I feeling right now that's prompting me to eat? What am I experiencing? What's going on in my mind? And at first, you may not like the answer. (laughs) You might not like it because it may be uncomfortable. I did a whole podcast episode on how to sit with uncomfortable feelings. I don't remember what number it is, but it's in there somewhere. That's terrible. I should know these things. But the point is, is that by raising that level of awareness, you increase your ability to respond. You can respond by indeed eating the chocolate, or you can respond by saying, you know what? I don't think chocolate is what I really need right now. Yeah, it would taste really good, and I bet it'd make me feel really good for now. But what about five minutes after I finish that chocolate, or an hour, or a couple hours, or tomorrow? Am I going to feel the same way tomorrow? And that's what happens when we use food reactively or impulsively. We don't know what's going on, so we can't solve the deeper issue, so the problem keeps coming back. This is where binge eating comes from, emotional eating, disordered eating. This is where it comes from. It's that place of reactive impulsive. But as we slow down, slow down and get in touch with the feminine energy. I'm learning so much about this right now, about the masculine and feminine energies. And the masculine energy is very reactive, very reactive. Let me take charge, solve the problem, get the job done. Whereas the feminine energy is more feeling focused. It's slower. It's calming down. It's allowing feelings to be present, which for a lot of us, my hand is in the air, For a lot of us, that's hard. It's hard to let those uncomfortable emotions take up some space. But sister, that energy is going to be so crucial to becoming aware of what is happening for you. And maybe it's not emotional. Maybe maybe you're on your period and you're like, I just need some chocolate and I need it right now. Like, I totally understand that. It's still a craving and you're still reacting to it. But as you think it through, you can begin to respond and you can choose what you do next. And for a lot of situations like this, especially cravings, one of the first things you can do is to remove yourself from the kitchen. Get yourself out the kitchen, girl. Go for a walk, get upstairs, go into a different room. It is a amazing what a difference that makes just moving your body away from the source of food because it's so easy to get distracted and wrapped up in the impulsivity of it all right just that quick hurry i gotta eat maybe you feel shameful or guilty and you're trying to eat fast so nobody sees you or sees how much you're eating responsive intuitive energy slows it down and removes you from from the kind of the symptoms so that you can understand what the problem is and what's really happening for you. What do you really need? Do you need to talk to somebody about how you're feeling? Do you need to spend a few minutes journaling? Do you need to go for a walk? Do you need some exercise? Do you need to practice some breathing exercises? Do you need to light a candle? What senses can you use, the five senses that you have, what senses can you use other than taste? 
to soothe yourself and to identify what's happening for you. And as you practice moving from reactive, impulsive to responsive, intuitive, it is amazing. It is amazing the peace that comes with that and the confidence too. To know I could have eaten a bar of chocolate just now, but I chose instead to respond to my situation and my feelings rather than react. Check me out. I'm awesome. I did this thing. And as you practice it and you get better and better and better and more in tune and more aware of what's happening for you, it will change your life, I swear. Because awareness is the first step. And if you want more uh, yummy goodness on awareness, there is a podcast episode. Oh, I need to look all of these up before I start. I'll look it up while we chat. But it's a podcast episode on the climb of your life. And I talk about how the journey to confidence is like climbing a mountain. And it starts with you at the base of the mountain looking up. And it's like you've got all these feelings and all these steps to go through, but awareness is where you start. And that's episode 51 of the podcast, The Climb for Your Life. And I talk about how you can move through this process of becoming confident and practicing things like self-acceptance and self-appreciation and valuing and investing in yourself and experiencing radical, confident, radiant growth. You are totally capable of this. You deserve it and you are worthy of it. I'm trying to find the other podcast episode. Aha, here it is. 34, episode 34 is sharing space with uncomfortable feelings. And I break down how to practice that awareness in a way that is not scary or intimidating, but really supportive and instructive inspiring really for how to really practice that awareness because it is hard in this especially we've got kids and work and house cleaning and and things to do it can be really easy to put our own experience on the back burner but you're doing yourself a disservice that way so how can you really invest in yourself and practice that responsive intuitive energy Okay, my friends, that is it for me today. Make sure that you are in the community. We're over on Facebook, Captivatingly Confident Community. I would love for you to join so we can support you and encourage you on your journey. And I would love for you to share any of your wins too. Like maybe you practice this. Maybe you take a moment to be responsive and intuitive. Come and share that with us and let us celebrate you and your progress. We want to do that for you. You can also find me over on Instagram. Kim.Ludeman is my handle. Uh, You can also find previous Captivatingly Confident podcasts on Instagram as well. And again, the website for Captivatingly Confident is captivatinglyconfident.com. All right, my friends, may you go forth this week in radiance and confidence. I'll see you soon.